Alright, we're back for yet another Mr.'s Mini Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, oh okay. Minnesota? Minnesota. Oh. No, we're not talking Minnesota today. We did that last time. It's your boy, Andrew. We talked about the Bears, yeah. alright? I brought on She Said Marvin because yourself, Padnam, uh-huh. your boy Padnam uh-huh. here, yeah, right was here. Uh, unavailable. Now, I accused you of taking a veteran rest day like they like to do at training camp, but apparently there's more to the story. You seem to have legitimately come down with an illness. I, I thought well. the week was OTA. It's their optional, right? I don't have to show <laughs> they up. Are not, they are not optional. <laughs> I just have to show up whenever I want to. And uh, as you can tell, I sound like um, sound like Bill Simmons every time he records a podcast. I don't know what. Just when he's normally healthy. Yeah, normally healthy. I uh, got a little congestion going. I don't know how this happened. Apparently, me and Mrs. Not Sports Gal, but uh, Mrs. Mrs. Podnam, is that is that fair to say? The Lady Podnam. The Lady <laughs> Lady Lady Nam Pod also got sick around the same time, but we were in two different vicinities. Uh, she she was at the in laws, and I was. It's over- true love that you find <laughs> each other in sickness, even one apart. Yeah, exactly. So now that she's uh, back home at the base in Brooklyn, where Brooklyn Re- Rebound Studios, Amateur Re- Relevant Studios, Brooklyn Rebound Studio A is yeah. located. We're supposed to be healthy by now, but we'll, that remains to be seen. Uh, I'm pushing through for you guys, and we're going to do some nuffle. We're doing uh, AFC East today on this mini. All right, we got to talk AFC East. It's a weird, wild division, you know. Weird, wild. And you just might be sick enough to handle it. Mm. Well, I mean, we are talking about cheaters, losers, and fish. So, obviously, I should be sick, sick enough to handle this, right? And not to mention Rex Ryan and all his shenanigans. Mm. Still in the division, but on a different team. The whole Patronati scandal. I don't want to even mention that right now. I forget yeah. I said anything. But where do you want to start in this one? Should we start with Super Bowl champions? Uh, this is probably the most... I, I think we should start with them. I'm just going to comment. This is probably the most forgettable Super Bowl champions... Of all time, I would say. Well, I don't know. I certainly don't know if I'm going to go down the path with you there on this one. No, I'm I'm saying, like, usually when someone wins, you're like, oh, this is the team. The storyline is not about them winning the championship. It's about how Tom Brady is not going to be there for four games. Oh, I see what you say. So it's not that it's like a non-forgettable Super Bowl. Like a non-forgettable Super Bowl. No, champions. I didn't say Super Bowl. Okay, I I see. A non-forgettable one to me would be like when the Bucks won and like 03 or something. No, okay, so it's not that people forgot that crazy game against the Seahawks. It's just that the storyline's gotten derailed. Right. It's not about them coming in as returning champs. It's about all this other stuff. You sent your cameraman to shoot other teams. This subterfuge was fueling all your super dreams. So we know they don't have Brady for the first four games. We, we mentioned this on one of our previous pods. We kind of went into the, that schedule. Obviously, they're starting uh, first game, Thursday night game, the 10th. It's uh, only a scant few days from now. I I can't wait. Mm. But uh, they're playing then your boys in the fourth game before Brady's back. Then he should be back first game week five at the Colts. Another classic Pats Colts showdown later on the schedule. They're at the Broncos. They had those teams always play. What are we thinking here? Now they've lost quite a bit of defensive talent. Yeah. If I can just go through the names here: Darrell Rivas hmm. out the door. Yep. Vince Wilfork. Yep. Out the door, although he's getting pretty aged. 
He's on the he's on Patriots B team, uh, the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Brandon Browner out the door. Mm. So him and Revis only had the one year, and Pat's got the ring. Now he went to the Saints. Kyle Arrington, their other corner, gone. Uh, Shane Vereen, one of the stars from the Super Bowl, gone. So that's quite a bit. They brought in uh, my boy from the Browns, Jabal Shear, to, to rush the pass a little bit. They brought in a, a running back, a running back from the Saints, Travaris Cadet, maybe to try to place a Vereen's value bet. They brought in tight end Scott Chandler from the Bills. They lost more than they brought in. But then again, it's Belichick, Brady for most of the season. Will we expect any different results? What do you think? Well, I mean, I think this will be a season where this is actually good for uh, as bad as it is they've been labeled as these champions slash cheaters by the rest of the league. This is is the mentality Bill Belichick wants for his team, his culture, us against the world. I don't think it's going to really knock that much away from them winning the division ultimately. I'm going to say that straight out just because the only competition I I sense that they will have is the Dolphins getting a year better from their two-year tenure with, um, yeah, Joe Hillman, yeah, former uh, Packers offensive coordinator. Why are you bringing him up? Sorry, I'm I'm just I'm just saying, like, I don't think there's a lot of competition for the Patriots this year. I think the only competition I'm I'm predicting. Okay. I'm not going to predict what the Dolphins are going to but I'm saying the Patriots have this. Well, we can talk Dolphins next. I am thinking that this division is going to be a bit more competitive than normal this year. I actually do disagree with you. But going into the schedule, so I mentioned Steelers and Broncos are the two extra teams they play then, other than the division. All AFC East teams this year are against the AFC South and the NFC East. Two divisions which may not be the toughest, uh, certainly probably not the two of the tougher divisions in the league play. So I think that the AFC East teams all have fairly easy schedules, Mm -hmm. the Patriots having the hardest. But let's get into the Dolphins because they're the most interesting team in this division to me uh, this year to get into. So you mentioned Joe Philbin. It's really kind of a make-or-break year for him. Basically, he's got to make the playoffs this year with the Dolphins. Or I think he's getting shown the door. Uh, they're going to throw him overboard he's, to swim with the fishes. I don't know. You, you think that you think that Joe has his opportunity to be basically if he wins the division, will he stay tenured with with this team for long term, or do you think this is just like he's he going to be vision? He's going to try. What are you saying? He's going to try to jump ship? <laughs> no, 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 I don't no. think that's. So how I'm it saying, works. I'm saying, like, because coaching is such a replaceable position um, in um, major league sports right now, yeah, and some teams like to replace more than others, right? I, I feel like the Dolphins organization is kind of uh, old schoolish, and I think Joe Philbin has done everything possible with what the talent he has now. Now this year, well, they, they brought in a lot of talent. And this year, they brought in a lot of talent, so this. That's why they're intriguing to me. Um, Exactly. Well, before we mention that, let's mention Tannehill as well. It's kind of a make or... Not as much of a make or break because they give him the contract. Even if he stinks this year, they probably won't... It probably won't be the end of him. But I still think that it's a huge year for him as well. Him and Philbin both. Basically because they got him a bunch of weapons to work with now. Like they brought in Kenny Stills. They brought in Mm -hmm. Jordan Cameron. Mm -hmm. Greg Jennings. They drafted Devontae Parker. Mm -hmm. A lot of offensive weapons. They lost Charles Clay, but... And Mike Wallace, but uh, and then on the defensive side, not helping Tannehill directly, but Indomitian Sue is a big he could. offseason. He could uh, maybe uh, they bring him in as fullback or <laughs> do like a JJ Watt catching touchdowns. Maybe, maybe who knows? I know Sue has been unknown to try to do, kick the ball before. I think they brought him in once as the kicker. So yeah, yeah, he has shown some. Uh, Special teams, if not offense, at least. I mean, this does open the... I think their schedule also looks pretty favorable. Who are they playing division? Oh, they're playing the NFC East. 
this year. Well, right? that's what I said. They're they're all playing yeah. AFC South and, and NFC East, so, so they're all East. fairly favorable schedules. They're two. I I noted down the two extra games that the other teams in the division don't play are Ravens Week Twelve at home and at the Chargers Week Fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it could be two tough games. But I like their their chances to improve this year. We'll do a final predictions uh, for how the division shakes out record wise once we talk all four teams. But Early uh, warning on this one. I may be taking them to, uh, in fact, get a wild card or maybe even win the division. We'll see. All right, guys, you've been warned. Make sure that you heed that warning, too. Now, the one real weak spot on the team is going to be on the defensive end at the linebacker position. They have, they're one of probably the weaker units in the NFL, so that could derail them. But they do have a very, very strong defensive line. Actually, they might as well rename the... AFC East to the defensive line East because even though that name's not catchy, yeah, I, I, uh, I it, it does it. describe every team, pretty much every team in this division. Maybe I would say the Pats have the least talented defensive line, and they're still not bad. The Bills that we're going to get into next probably have the best in the league in general. Dolphins very uh, strong, and Jets even as strength of their team. So. Defensive line play has really been built up in the NFC East of late. You're talking about their linebackers, right? So yeah, who we have on the depth chart right here? Who Amici uh, is like their best. James Davidson. Uh, he is a rookie. I, I was going to say I've never even heard of this guy. Sorry, projected to start. I can't. Navelle Hewitt. Yeah, never never been a great player. Uh, uh, Mike Hull. Don't know who that is. So. Uh, <laughs> Jelani Jenkins. I think he's decent at times, but. Chris not McClain. Not the door off anyone. No, uh, this is not a strong unit. Koa Missy. That's who I mentioned, yeah. He's their their best option, I think, in, inside Calvin linebacker. Shepard. These are a, a lot of young people or non-drafted people. They basically don't have a lot of veterans at the LB at all. They oh, also they have really Zach don't. Vigil undrafted. A lot of undrafted oh, guys here. Zach, shout out Zach Vigil. Maybe he'll get in there and be a real star. Mm. All right, anything else on the Dolphins before we pop over uh, to Rex Ryan's way. Uh, no, I think Tannehill's going to have a good year, though. Uh, yeah, I think he might as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll step up a bit this year, run around a bit. He'll have some good options. If, like, Jordan Cameron can stay healthy, he's a good option. Uh, Kenny Stills I like somewhat. Uh, and then they had some decent, like Rashawn Matthews and some decent receivers on the team already. So another team that had quite a bit of mixing it up in the offseason, the Bills bring in Sexy Rexy. Bring in Shady McCoy, Percy Harvin, Charles Clay. The biggest issue is certainly a quarterback, however. Um, they lost C.J. Spiller. He's off. But, uh, Bills did finish second in the lost. division last year at 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. So but did not make the playoffs. Did not make a playoff. And no. they have not done so in many a year, longer than any other team. As every other team in the NFL has made the playoffs since they have. So, so not good. Can Sexy Man Rexy turn it around? So who is their quarterback right Well, now? that is the question of the hour. So let's go down a quick timeline. Uh, well, first of all, let's go who they have. Matt Sims, well, he's out. He's fourth string. All right. They have EJ Manuel still, who has not had a good rookie or sophomore campaign. A lot of injuries, a lot of questionable play on the field when he is in there. They brought in Matt Castle, who mm-hmm. shouldn't be too inspiring to anyone. Mm-hmm. And they brought in Tyrod Taylor, who was Previously, Joe Flacco's backup for his first few years in the league, so never really played any meaningful regular season NFL games. Uh, at this time, it seems like Tyrod Taylor might be, in Rex's eyes, the best option. Also, they brought in Greg Roman from the, uh, the Niners to be the offensive coordinator. 
he's had success with a scrambling type of QB, a la Kaepernick. Um, and they have a lot of offensive weapons now. They just need someone decent enough to do it. So, in my opinion, Sammy I would I would start Tyrod Taylor as QB. He started the last game for them the preseason. Matt Castle didn't even play in that game. It was against my Browns. However, I've gotten news now that in their third preseason game, which is against the... I want to say the Steelers, but I can't remember him, but apparently E.J. Manuel is now on the hook to get the start for this game. Mm. And I think Castle started the first one, so... Rex is kind of giving them all a bit of a shot. EJ, I watched the Browns-Bills preseason game. EJ was playing against like the third and fourth stringers on the Browns' D, and it was the end of the game, so they weren't even, you know, they were making some moves they probably wouldn't make in a real game on defensively. But he did look decent, a little decent, so he's maybe he's turning it around a bit. What do you think is their best option here? I said I think it's Taylor. I, but. I think you got to... In terms of the highest of highs in the last two years, I mean, E.J. Manuel has produced some good games. Not consistent games, but good games overall. Matt Castle, comparatively, he's a solid, I think he's just a solid backup quarterback. That's who he is, you know? Yeah, I don't even personally think he's that solid as a backup, but yeah, he's had one good season with the Pats. But uh... So you start off with E.J., and you ride it out there. If the injury comes down, you bring in Matt, and then if the season's completely awashed, then bring Tyron Taylor in. So that's what you're saying, yeah. but it doesn't seem to be looking like it's going to go that way right now. We'll see how EJ does in the preseason game I just mentioned, but right now well, like, EJ actually... may be third string technically right now, or at least he could be anywhere, so it will be uh, somewhat interesting. I mean, they're not going to... Well, they're... can any of them, doesn't matter, can any of them really bring it over the top, Have lead the Bills to the playoffs? No, maybe I, I, and then Kapkala can and be, the, can be, is he a quarterback? Can, can be the, the key to their success. Uh, there's apparently some other story came out. We won't get into all of it right now, but like he was catfished a couple of years back by someone he thought was a woman and then it turned out to be a man and he punched that guy. So, <laughs> so look into that story. So he's, uh, I don't know if the Patronati was involved there. Maybe they're just, maybe they're making that up, uh, throwing dirt on. Oh man. But, Anyway, yeah, we mentioned the D on the Bills. The defensive line, I think, is probably the best in the game all across the board. Mario Williams, Kyle Williams, mm-hmm. Marcel Darius, ja- uh, Jerry Hughes. So four great players. And the rest of the D is not terrible. Uh, they got a, like Leoris McKelvinov, always in somewhat late at corner if he can stay healthy. Their linebackers are a bit of a, maybe a, of the weakness of the defensive unit, but they're all right. I mean, they lost to Kiko Alonso in the trade, who I liked, um, even though he was hurt all last year in the trade for McCoy. But, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by this Bills team. I like Rex Ryan to have the defense maybe even in better shape and to bring a new vibe to the team, but I just don't know what their quarterback situation well, this is. And their story offensive of line's that. not that great either. So, But this is the story of Rex Ryan. He can always have a good D play up yeah. to the... Level of maximum success, but the offense has always been well, especially a quarterback. He's never gotten that solid quarterback. Like yeah. his best was Mark Sanchez, I guess. Who, yeah, I believe he had yeah. tattoos. So, his wife wearing a Mark Sanchez jersey on him. But. So until that happens, we're going to see the same pattern of Rex Ryan. Yeah, you uh, think, huh? Just continuously shoving out good defenses, uh, holding teams to just under maybe two or three possessions of scoring. And then the other team, but he does have good receivers. He has, he did have good receivers on the Jets too. I think. Oh, uh, not. I mean, not in recent years. He certainly has. No, 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 not great. But I'm saying, yeah, like, definitely upgraded in receiver from last year. Yeah, you got Percy Harvin and Sammy Watkins. Um, and on then Robert sides. Woods, I think, is decent. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it's a, it, we'll see. It's interesting. We'll we'll make our prediction. But before we do that, let's we first got to talk about final team in the division, Rex's old team that we're mentioning, the Jets, the uh, Geno Gate Punch Gate. All of this. Todd Bowles, up and coming defensive coordinator star, now getting his first head coaching job. Can he handle it? They've got a date with my Browns week one, September 13th, in the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. They brought in Darrell Rivas, they, again, for a second stint. They brought in Antonio Cromartie for a second stint. They brought in Bruster Screen, so they're really stacking up their uh, cornerbacks. Apparently, that's what Bowles likes to do. Uh, they brought in Brandon Marshall, Zach Stacy, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick, who will be starting now that Gino got punched out and has a broken jaw. So right off the bat, that's not inspiring. I like that even less than the Bills situation, truth be told. Because someone uh, got punched? No, well, Fitzpatrick having to start, or if he gets hurt, then they're probably going to have to go to Bryce Petty, who they drafted this year, doesn't seem to be ready to play in the NFL yet. Or maybe I think they picked up Matt Flynn or something. So yeah, Matt Flynn, yep. it's, uh, not, yeah, it's no good. It's already, Josh Johnson, so. too. Okay, they kicked him up too, yeah, <laughs> so still no good. They've had key suspensions on defense to start the season. Uh, injuries, they have all kinds of problems. I don't know, I, I'm not expecting this team to be very good this year. Do you want to offer me a reason, Padnam, why they might be? Well, as a local supporter of the Jets, I have no reason to believe that they will be good. The uh, Jets are your AFC team, kind of like the uh, Saints are my NFC team. Favorite team sort of thing. Yeah, but also because they're close proximity, you know, you get to root, you can't, I can't root for the Giants, obviously. I would root for the Jets because they remind me of, although not lately, the New York Mets. But we they just remind you of that because it's, the name is so similar. It's just one uh, letter switched out. No, 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 no. I think it's just a losing tradition overall of these teams. Why don't they have a mascot named Mr. Jet? That's like a big football hat. Big football hat? Yeah, like Mr. Matt. He's a big baseball hat. I mean, I feel like uh, football is not a really... Head-shaped? Rap- yeah, head-shaped. Well, uh, oh, it doesn't... It's not like... Who cares? I mean, it's not like Mr. No one's walking around with a baseball-shaped head literally either, so... Well, I don't Mr. See. and Mrs. Matt are, okay? Do, who has a better relationship? Pod noun. Who's the better power couple? Is it Mr. and Mrs. Matt? Or is it you and Lady Pod noun? Well... We're not in competition. Um, we actually are really good friends. We. we no, I think it should be a competition. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin any hopefuls, and I don't want to besmirch any Mets anything right now, just because we're on a hot streak. So mm-hmm. I'll address that World question. Series or bust for the Metropolitan. Yeah, I'll address that question maybe after the MLB season's over. But we're, we're talking about the Jets here. We're talking about some big football hits here. Okay. Fitzpatrick is going to shock some people this year. Oh. He will He will throw a good fantasy consistent maybe three or four weeks. So I would say pick him up in your fantasy. You think he's going to have three or four weeks of good fantasy? Throwing to who? Brandon Marshall? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. He's got an arm. Jace Amaro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and what I, else I, they have? I, think, I think he's probably their offensive coordinator in general, Brian Frisbatchery. I mean, I guess if you've got, I didn't mention um, uh, Eric. Uh, and they got Hakeem. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Decker. Decker. Decker's, Decker's so, back healthy this year. Yeah. So now that they have Marshall, too, if he if yeah. plays up to what he can do, maybe they have two guys. So one gets double teamed and the other one gets open, something like that. But and again, Curly, the Curly came on on the end of the year a little, a little better. 
towards the end of the year last year. So Jeremy Curley. And he's supposed to be there, you know, ODBJ, which obviously he's not going to be, but they have high hopes for him. I, I do think this is going to be... The only thing that's questionable is their offensive line. They still have Mangold, right, on the team. Mm-hmm. But if they can't protect... Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not... If you put any quarterback with enough time... They can make throws to elite receivers, athletic receivers that the Jets have right now. Well, you'd like to think. You would like to think so. I don't know if they can, but... But, I mean, I, I honestly think that the Jets will make some noise in the first half of the season. It won't be enough to get anything uh, going other than momentum for the next year. So, no playoffs for them, though. Do you think they're going to defeat Maya Brownies in Week 1? Yes. Uh-oh. Yep. Because, right, well. because we will not be at that game. That's why. Because we're not going to show up. Well, we, we still could. There's we still, still time. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm leaning toward not wanting to do that. But maybe if the fans demand it, that will hurt. Fans, you better issue out those demands. Yeah, not likely. All right, so what do you think? Let's get into records now. We'll start. We'll go reverse order then. As we went over, Jets, what's their record? It seems like you're way more optimistic about them than I am in 2015. So what's I'm going to go bottom from top, okay? Uh, so Jets are going to be 6 and 10 this year. Okay, so not that optimistic. Well, I, I think they'll be even worse. I think they're going to be actually 4-12. Same as last year? Yes. Okay. I didn't really remember that was the record last year, but then yes. I think so. you did, subconsciously. Let's go back to the Bills then. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to have the Bills at 8-8. Eight eight. They were 97 last year. I think they take a step in the backwards direction. Yep. I think they'll go 9-7 and seven again, so two in a row where I'm saying same record. So I do think it's going to be more jumbled up in the AFC this year, though. So at the top, Dolphins and Pats will get your record. Let me get your record, Pats and Dolphins, before I get going. Uh, Pats are going to be 11-5. and five. They were 12-4 and four last year. Dolphins will be 10-6. and six. Okay, interessante. I think that... Both uh, the Patriots and the Dolphins are both going to go 11-5. and five. And right now I'm not determined uh, to say who's going to get division crown and who's going to get the wild card, but I think they'll finish with the same strong record. Pats won't be able to win as many games as they might had Brady played the whole season. I do think they're only going to go about 2-2 two and two in the first four. And then the Dolphins I expect to make make a bit of the leap this year. So that's what I want to say. More jumbled at the top than normal where the Pats run away with it. Alright, is there anything else you'd like to add, Podnam, in our AFC East preview prediction pod mini? So, uh, no, but you know how I like to break you off with some breaking news. Oh, are you are you well enough to break off uh, hot news today, Nam? I know you're still sick. There, there we sweating. go. Ready? You're not hallucinating this this news breaking, no. are you? No. Okay, good. Throw it. Hit uh, Bills QB battle get even murkier as EJ Manuel will get the preseason start. Right, I'll blame this on the illness, Nam. You know, I already mentioned that not ten minutes ago, probably six minutes ago. About. Oh. Um, I talking about Ike all and then Kapala seeking seeking sex once punch Manny Thight. No, I brought one. that up too. That was the whole catfishing thing I, I mentioned. Uh, okay, hold on. I got another one. Texans Wilfork has power to help lift Watt's game higher. With Sorry, to lift what scheme higher? <laughs> Watts. Watts. Oh, Watts game higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess. I mean, he's is, is at a pretty high level already. Russell at least Wilson, I didn't bring that up yet. Russell Wilson still not having sex with Ciara. 
after water, water healed concussion. Not surprising. Well, Back to you. He's a strange man, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Uh, so he's not he's not made any connections since pre Super Bowl. Last play of Super Bowl was past getting intercepted. He has not gotten one in since nope. in any way since then. Nope. nope. Alright, well, that's uh, nothing to do with the AFC East, so we'll we'll end it there. We'll be back. We still have four divisions we have to preview. Uh, both of AFC and NFC West, Maya and AFC North, and uh, we have to do NFC South. So we'll be back for those minis or regular episodes, whatever they may be. Please continue to subscribe to Brooklyn Rebound, where you get all these episodes. Hit us up at MRZ Relevant on Twitter if you prefer. Let all right. Ready. We'll see you next time. Peace.